Do you have a true scary story you want to send my way? Go to asthravendreams.com slash submit or check the links down below. And of course, thank you. I'm a French language teacher in Russia, an expat, and due to that I should travel at least once a year to Moscow for documents, with embassy bureaucracy. And because I live in a city that's 2,000 kilometers far from Moscow, I use the planes each and every time. Well, now, let's jump to the fun part. The time zone in Moscow is negative two hours. I flew to Moscow with my wife and landed safely. I went to the embassy at 9am and did my things and by 10am I had already finished. Now, we have the whole day to visit Moscow before our flight back, which will be at 11pm. First, we visited the Lenin Library, Undergrounds, Kremlin Gardens, and the Cathedral, the Red Square, by foot, and when I looked at the time, I was shocked. It's only 11am, which means this whole excursion took one hour, and I was so sure it took more because, for those who don't know, Moscow was a gigantic city, and we moved between places by foot. No taxi, no bus, just by feet. I thought that it's just because of the time zone difference, and I felt a little tired after the flight, but no. My watch and phone were automatically updated when we got to Moscow. So, we decided to find a place to eat, and we were looking here and there when we found a good spot. We settled, and we took lunch. We took a tour around the malls and commercial centers, bought souvenirs, took coffee, got a few cigarettes, and then took a look at my phone. What the hell? It's only 11.30 a.m., only 30 minutes had passed. My wife noticed it too, and we felt a little weird. We were already tired walking around places, and time is literally not moving, or just moving slowly. I suggested to sit at an open-air cafe and waste some time until 7pm to go back to the airport. We sat down, and I took my fifth or sixth coffee that day and I talked to my wife about anything and everything. Time goes, and we felt that we sat there for a minimum of two hours, but no, it was only twelve. I lost it, and to not make this text long and boring, we kept moving between cafes and museums on this infinite day, and finally when 7pm hit, I said finally for God's sake. It really felt like forever, and when I checked my steps counter... It was 400% plus over my expected number. We walked around 15 kilometers around that city center, and then I understood that something was unusual about that travel, because when I got back to my city, the time was running like usual. I could feel how the time was going faster than in Moscow. So, what do you all think? Okay, so a week ago I'm driving in Pacific Beach, 
San Diego, on my way to pick up the homie, and I'm stopped at a red light. I see a car in front of me with a bumper sticker I'd never seen before that says, It's tough to kill a planet, but we're making excellent progress. I laughed. I grabbed my phone to take a quick video for my story, posted it up, and a few friends reacted. So, I got my daily social media dopamine fix. <laughs> Yay. So flash forward to yesterday, six days later, and I've got a dentist appointment way up in Poway, about an hour away from downtown where I live. I get on the road without setting my nav, and I call my mom to talk about some heavy stuff. My grandma's currently in the hospital, and it's not going well. She's not eating, and she's losing the will to live, and they're doing everything they can to lift her spirits. I'm just taking this all in, when I realize we've been talking already for 45 minutes, and I'm all ready to pull away, and I have no idea what exit I'm supposed to take. I take the next exit just so I don't overshoot my destination, and I'm just looking for a place to pull over and finish this heavy call so I can punch the address into my phone. At the next intersection, there's another lollipop man and all the traffic is trying to go straight, but I just want to pull over on a side street, so I go left and he waves me through the intersection. The first street on the right has a refreshing name, like uh, Cool Lake, and I'm like, that sounds great, so I pull onto that street and go around the neighborhood, which is basically a loop. I see an open street parking spot, so... I pull over and finally stop. I take another 5 to 10 minutes to end the call with my mom and hang up. I look around at where I'm at, and suddenly the car directly across the street catches my attention. It has a bumper sticker on it that says, It's tough to kill a planet, but we're making excellent progress. And I freeze. The sticker is in the same exact position as I remember. I realize I'd taken a video of it, so I pull out my phone and look for it, and it's the exact same car. Same plates, same make and model. What the hell? I'm like an hour away from PB. I randomly pulled over. Not only did I see this car six days ago, I took a freaking video of it, and now here it is parked at home. I took another video of me freaking out about it, not sure if I should share them because the license plate is visible and I don't want to break any sub-rules, but I've got them both and my friends are all blown away by them. It's absolute craziness. This happened two nights ago. I went over to a friend from work's place... I live in Wisconsin, and for the past few days, we've had a lot of crazy thunderstorms, and a lot of rain rolling through. And this night was the craziest that it got. The roads were flooded, lightning and thunder constantly cracking in the sky. Driving over had me feeling a little nervous, and normally, I never feel worried about how I drive in storms, but it was extra windy and it was pouring rain. Anyway, I make it to my friend John's apartment, and as I get out of my car, there is deafeningly loud thunder overhead, 
as if Thor had just landed in the backyard. I approached the door to the apartment to which my buddy is already standing, at the foot of the dark stairwell leading to his apartment. Our power's out, he tells me. I walk in and go upstairs with him into their apartment. As I enter, the room is obviously pretty dark, not pitch black. It was still around 8pm around the time and some light was creeping in from their balcony sliding door. I made note that Patrick, another coworker who lives with my buddy, was sitting on the couch by this window, along with another silhouette of a person who I assumed was his brother who had been staying with them for a little while. Both of them turned their head toward me when I entered, but didn't say anything. I began feeling a nervous panic as I turned to put the beer I had brought over in the fridge. I, for some reason, felt weird energy in the living room around the corner where Patrick and his brother were sitting. John said something like, You can go into the living room. You don't have to hang back here. (laughs) And I turned the corner, greeted Patrick, and was going to greet his brother until I noticed the other silhouette that I saw was now gone. Now, it was just Patrick on the couch. I didn't let it freak me out. I waited a good 15 to 30 minutes before saying, weren't there four of us in here? To which John and Patrick both said, no. I then mentioned that I thought I saw Patrick's brother sitting on the couch next to him, which Patrick explains his brother left two days ago. So... What the hell did I see turn its head to look at me enter? Why was it sitting next to Patrick? Was this just my mind filling in the blanks because I assumed his brother was over, and it was dark enough that my mind put an imaginary person next to Patrick? Any theories? This happened a few years ago, and is incredibly mundane compared to other stories that I've read here, but I remember it like it was yesterday. I was still in secondary school at the time, and that year I had a light blue transparent plastic bottle that I interchanged every so often when I couldn't wash it in time for the next day. I come home from school one day, and I place my bottle on a kitchen counter in plain sight. I then proceed to basically forget about it until several days later, when I noticed that me nor my parents had washed it, which, at least for my slightly germaphobic family, was very unusual. Things didn't get left out in my house. My mother deep-cleaned the kitchen like clockwork once a week. Dishes were immediately done and put away when meals were finished, and the bathroom would have been clean enough to eat off the floor most days. This water bottle, just sitting there for up to a week, stuck out like a sore thumb. So, I decided to make an experiment out of it. How long would it take for someone to notice this very obvious out-of-place bottle? I had several conversations as a parent was washing dishes, hinting with no subtlety at this bottle. I know your brain tends to ignore things that it doesn't consider important, But as I said, freaky germ family, this would have eventually been noticed. 
It went on for just under two weeks. And then one day, the bottle disappeared. I walked out a door leading to the empty kitchen to check on something for a few seconds, and when I walked back in, my dad was halfway through washing a load of dishes that hadn't been there when I was in the kitchen, and the bottle was gone. It was almost as if time had jumped suddenly. Actually, it seemed to have paused, then restarted and then tried to correct itself, causing the jump. And I was feeling extremely confused. And now that I remember it, it was as if my head was stuffed with cotton. I finally straight out asked about the bottle, only to be told it had been washed yesterday. It had not been washed at all, according to my recollection. I had specifically kept track of it because it was so weird. I found the bottle in the kitchen cupboard, smelling of soap just like my dad had said. It was clear it had been washed. The experience was so odd. My dad would have needed to move at the speed of light to do those dishes in the time that I took to return to the kitchen. Leaving the bottle for so long was incredibly unusual. I don't know what it was, but it certainly felt like a glitch in the Matrix. Hi, I'm new to this sub, but I thought I would share a story of my own. I read the rules and I believe this story belongs here, but if not, let me know. I'm a police officer who worked for a small town. If for context, I'm also married with one child. One afternoon, I woke up around 4.50pm to get ready for the night shift. As I was getting ready... I had this strange feeling that something wasn't right. It didn't seem to bother me too much, and I assumed that I was still just hazy from waking up. I finished getting ready, and I went out to my car to leave for work. I get about a mile or two from the house, and the strange feeling returned. This time, I had a voice in my head telling me to turn back home and to call out. Being that I work for a small agency, I didn't have the luxury of us calling out due to us being short-staffed. I continued my way to work, which is about 15 to 20 minutes drive. As I got closer to town, I began having extreme anxiety to the point where my stomach felt like it was in knots. I got to work, and I met up with my sergeant. Me, knowing that my sergeant was going to leave around 12 a.m., and then I would be by myself, I decided to tell him what I was feeling. He just shrugged it off, told me to watch my back. As the night drew on, my anxiety seemed to come and go. It definitely helped talking to my sergeant about it, but as we were in the patrol car talking, I heard a burglary call come out in the county for the same road that I live on. Dispatch advised that they were on the phone with the female subject, and that she was hiding in the bathroom with a gun along with her daughter. I immediately opened the computer, and I realized it was my address. I frantically called my wife multiple times, and I couldn't get in touch with her. I began driving as fast as I could to get home. Thankfully, the deputies got there before I could, and everything seemed to be okay. I eventually got in the house, and I spoke with my wife about it, 
She stated that the house alarm went off while she was giving my daughter a bath. But what was strange was that the alarm was for a window break. I honestly didn't even know we had alarms for the windows, and I've never had any alarms for those go off before. It wasn't windy or raining outside, either. Part of me wonders if someone may have tried to break in, but freaked out when they heard the alarm. Either way, after that occurred, I returned to work and felt much better. This one just happened, as in maybe 20 minutes ago. Now, with almost all of these glitches, it's just one person noticing them and making them go, hmm, that's odd. This, however, didn't happen to just one person. It happened to two. Myself and my friend. So, some short backstory, uh, really simple stuff. I needed coffee creamer and some other stuff from the store. My friend decided to walk over with me, taking a break from the mind-numbingly hard game he'd been playing. All good. We crossed the street and then were walking up toward the store when something curious happened. I don't know what about these people stood out to us, but we stepped aside to let a man and a woman pass us. They turned and went into this apartment building beside us, The woman stopped for a moment, bending over to pick something up that she dropped before she headed inside. My friend and I shared a glance and even said, that felt odd for some reason, with him noting that he thought he knew them, but couldn't really place it. We then continued our walk. The path to the store is about a block, give or take, and we tend to walk pretty quickly, which will be relevant later. It took us maybe five minutes talking and walking to get to the next street corner, and that's where the strangeness started. Well, above and beyond the weird feeling about that pair. As we reached the other side, that same man and woman seemed to practically appear off of our right and a turn to cross the road. By appear, I mean one second they weren't there, the next they were. My friend and I stopped looking at each other, and then watched them walk down the sidewalk. We then watched as just like before, the woman dropped something, bent over, and picked it up, and headed inside. Every motion was the exact same from when we had first intersected their path. We tried rationalizing it, but couldn't really come up with anything. For example, they didn't come out and run past us to the store, To go around the block the other way wouldn't have allowed them to be in front of us. They didn't step out of a car. They didn't take a bus just to repeat their walk. It was, in short, like they were stuck in some time loop. Or we were outside of time for that moment. Try as I might, I cannot come up with a reasonable explanation of this incident. I've been debating posting this for a while, but I just decided to go for it because it is truly one of the strangest things that has ever happened to me. I was working at a restaurant, and it was a night when I was closing and then scheduled to work again the next morning. 
gotta love that. Anyways, I was working on my closing routines and texting my boyfriend at the time, and we decided that we wanted to hang out the next morning. I said I would see if I could get my shift covered. I checked the schedule right away and saw that my coworker who was there with me, I'll call her Kay, wasn't scheduled the next day. So, I went and asked her if she could cover my shift. She apologized and told me that she was actually already covering that exact shift. After she said no, I texted a few other people and no one was able to. So, I just took the L and went in for my shift the next morning. When I got there, my manager looked really confused and then asked me what I was doing there, and told me my shift was covered. Then it was my turn to be confused, and I told him I had asked a few people late last night to cover my shift, and that no one was able to. It was then that he told me that Kay was covering my shift. She was standing right there, so I asked her what had happened, and she told me she had no idea. All that she knew was that earlier in the day yesterday, our other manager had asked her to cover that shift but didn't say who it was for. The manager who was currently there told us that it was definitely for me. Kay joked that our manager read my mind, but the really weird thing is that our manager asked her to cover my shift before I had even decided that I needed it covered. We weren't able to figure out what happened, and they ended up just sending me home, which was fine. I regret not asking the manager who got my shift covered for her side of the story, but I would have felt weird as I didn't want to interrogate her for ultimately doing me a favor. Maybe I have a doppelganger who's a few hours ahead of me? Hello and welcome back to the ending of another glitch video. Yes, another one. <laughs> thank you to everybody who listened to this point, and a huge thank you to everyone who lets me use their stories, and anyone who submits stories my way. Hopefully you all enjoyed this collection. If you did, you know what to do. Hit that little thumbs up button, and subscribe to the channel if you're new to these parts. Uh... Yeah, we hit 5k, so I need to do a giveaway here soon. I promise you there will be merch involved. I'm probably going to do it in October, just because it's a little easier to get things done around then. Plus, this month is practically over, so there's that. Um, some exciting stuff coming on. So anyways, uh, if you did enjoy this video, like I said, thumbs up, comment. You can also support further by going to uh, patreon.com slash asthereavendreams or hitting that join button down below, where for $1 a month you can get early access to my content. So long as I'm really in my content. Yeah, this is a Tuesday video. It's really awkward, I know. Sorry. Anyways, let's move on to the word of the week. Last week's week... La, la, bleh, last week's word of the week was limited. Limited. Like my brain's functional capacity at this point in time. Um, On the screen now is everybody who submitted their words to the word of the week. Thank you to each and every single one of you. Always appreciate it. It does make these a lot more entertaining. Plus, comments help the algorithm push the video a little harder. So, this week's word of the week, we are going to go with inspire. The word inspire is an intransitive verb that means to affect, guide, or arouse by divine influence or to fill with enlivening or exalting emotions. Such as, all of your support inspires me to continue doing these things with my channel. 
and hopefully I inspire others to do whatever they want to do with their lives and my audio, my narrations inspire others who may want to do this someday or yeah, something like that. Anyways, friends, I hope you all have a beautiful day and I hope I'll see you on the next video, but until then, sleep well.